0: Amidst the celebrations and good times during the holidays, nobody claimed that the new year might not present some down moments as well as the high ones. It's just that in our case, it didn't take long before we learned of a death in the family. We lost a member of our family yesterday. Actually, he passed away in 2019 but we just learned about it yesterday, and it hurts as though the loss happened 24 hours ago. Having initiated contact with the adoption agency through which she was adopted, daughter Nikki received news from the other members of her birth family, there are six siblings, that their father was deceased and that their mother was suffering with Alzheimer's disease, unable to communicate well with the family. The news was upsetting. Nikki would like to rekindle communications with her birth family members. whom we met during our visit to Korea in 2000, that reunion between Nikki, her twin Ian and an extended Kim family took on proportions that even the adoption agency in charge of our visit admitted was nearly unprecedented. The joy and love that sparked immediately upon our meeting was emotion experienced only perhaps upon the birth of a child. In essence, Nicky and Ian had returned to their birth parents unexpectedly with hearts full of curiosity and respect, demonstrating openness and courage rare in 12 year olds. They openly embraced the family they had never known with inherent love, and they basked in the affection that only a mother and father, five sisters, and a brother could generate. The moment was epic. After Sister Molly's trip back to Korea last year, one which resulted in a joyous two weeks with her birth family, Nikki was inspired to create the same, perhaps. Yesterday's news brought a sudden and disappointing end to such dreams. The passage of time was not kind for a sequel with the ones who brought her and Ian into this world. The news should not have been shocking. Mr. Kim suffered with a weak heart for many years. He and his wife were both close to their 80s. Yet the unanticipated news still hit with a jolt Nikki observed that she had had an emotional afternoon following the news, one of what she called complicated grief. I felt it too. In our short time together, Mr. Kim and I shared a unique bond, unknown to most fathers. We shared children, born to his family and adopted into ours. Katie and Mrs. Kim likely had a similar recognition between them, but the two of us dads clearly understood and respected what existed between us. Mr. Kim persistently apologized to Nicky and Ian while we were with him, seeking perhaps perceptivity or forgiveness from them, looking to me for understanding about how he could have allowed the adoptions often seeking the eyes of the Korean social worker present for affirmation, endorsement. In truth, in that moment, we shared a mutual guilt. Mr. Kim for placing his children in adoptive care and me for having had the blessing of receiving those children as my own. That recognition of our mutual discomfort broke whatever awkwardness between us forever. Though we were never able to meet again, we became family during that two week stay in Korea. The Kim family and their extended clan showered us with excitement and attention and love that had been pent up for 12 years. The mystery of knowing about one another was finally solved. He had discovered something once thought lost and I discovered someone newly found. Those days were glorious reminders of what human connections can be, even on the other side of the world. On the evening before parting, Mr. Kim presented us with a very old piece of family art. It was a painting upon a long scroll, a black and white depiction of birds nesting together. He explained that it had belonged to his father and his grandfather before him but he looked me squarely in the eye when he said it belonged to me, that he could think of no one better to keep the rendering. We both shed tears. Last night, 22 years later, I stood before that artwork and teared once again, a central figure in our family had completed his journey here. His wife, The bearer of two of our children has largely left the road of travel as well. But it would be unfair to allow their departures to go unrecognized without deeply acknowledging the life-changing impacts that their decision for adoption has had on the Shepherd family lives. Far from being a selfish act, placement of those two children into our care was an act of pure love and courage there is a renewed urgency for nikki to continue contacts with the remaining members of her korean family mortality has that effect on people perhaps in recognition of it her birth siblings have expressed excitement at reconnecting as well katie and i are at ease with whatever any of our kids choose to do or not to do with the reality of their two families. But it is true what one acquaintance observed shortly after the arrival of our first children. While holding one of our beautiful babies, he stated, quote, you know, these are not really your children, unquote. My antennae went up immediately as I had been forewarned about the views of some people regarding adoption and foreign adoptions in particular. I didn't immediately discern what he was saying, but he followed up the puzzling statement by adding, they are truly universal children. They are your children, born of others and belonging to us all. It's a beautiful thing, unquote. A beautiful thing, indeed. I have thought of our Korean counterparts as extended universal family ever since. Just like the universal family to which we all belong and which we now know has lost a beautiful member.